Welcome to the We've Seen Enough podcast, where we look at the world through the prism of sport. Enjoy the eclectic mix of our personalities as we discuss, debate, and occasionally fight over issues large and small. So as we head to our respective corners, I'm Jim Boyle. And I'm Tom Trevisani. Let's get it on, Jimbo. Okay, welcome back. Uh, <clears throat> season 1, Episode 8. This is the After Christmas special. Uh, sorry for everybody, but we do not have a guest today. I want to thank my dad coming in. Turned 85, said, what the hell, I'll go on Jim and Tommy's podcast. He came on. I thought he did a great job, Tommy. I know, talking about the Eagles and uh, talking about Philly sports and what it's like to uh, be where he comes from and, and what it's like. So uh, something we want to try to do a little later, bring in some guests. I think Justin, your son out in Indianapolis, he's going to have to be one of them. Uh, but again, uh, uh, just real quickly, looking back on our guests, what do you got to say, Tommy? What do you think? Yeah, you know, personally, you know, I love your dad, but very knowledgeable, good man. And uh, now I can see where uh, all the good looks come from. Yeah, that's what comes from my mom, not my dad. <laughs> I get all those from my mom. I'm just so lucky. Lucky I got the head of hair from my mom, not my dad. I'm checking out you. You got yeah. your head of hair from who? Yeah, you said. <laughs> I just got my hair. I've been going there for 20 years, the same place. What's the name of the place? Give him a shout out. Oh, God. It's uh, oh Bob's Bob's Barbershop in Tuxbury. Bob Baba Shop in Tewksbury. Imagine that's not an Everett Mass. It's in Tewksbury. Yeah, and even that's when good. Justin here could only go there, we just you know we're just very simple people. What do you want me to tell you? You know, I gotta say simple. Yeah, you sent me a text with a picture of uh, Tommy as a travel basketball player. I think the basketball was bigger than him. <laughs> so I that think was, yeah, that had to be about wow. That had to probably be 1980, 81. That picture. Thanks for sending me that. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, thought you were gonna, gonna kick I'm out. I'm gonna of it. put it over my mantle. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And be happy with that. So. You know, we're getting to the end of the year. So yeah. what, are, what do we got? The 27th today, I think it is, even though we, uh, yeah, it's yes, Tuesday. Yes, 27th, yeah. So uh, lucky for me that my year has been exciting. You know, I retired in July 1st, I and yep. I stayed in retirement until I substitute teaching at the high school. And then all of a sudden, I got a uh, a permanent sub job till the end of next year. So it's been a great, great opportunity for me. And so and we get the opportunity now, Tommy and I. Uh, the, the good news of 2022 is Tommy came to me about six months ago and said, you know what? I want to do a podcast. And I said, Tommy, you know, at WCTV, we do those. We have a booth and everything. We got wow. Lisa Kapal helped us get set up. So what about you, Tommy? Give me a 2022. What, what do you think from you personally? What happened? What's going on? Well, there's been a lot. You know, Justin, my son, graduated from college this year. You know, he's working in the NFL. So I've been proud of him. And I miss him, but he's chasing his dream. And, you know, it's been a pretty good year overall. For me, the same. It's just, you know, getting up there now a little bit in age. I'm getting a little older now. But, you know, it, you know, with the kids, you know how it is, Jim. You just, you know, and my daughter, she's growing up. Give a shout out to her. She's doing well. She's working. She's a junior now in school. Junior. She's in her junior year. So I can't complain. My kids are doing good. And, you know, we're all healthy and happy, I guess. And <laughs> you honestly, God, Tommy. This and, been, and, you know, and I'm talking sports with you. And like yeah. me and you would do this every day. And we would talk in the car. Or we would just talk over the phone. So why not talk over the radio? This is true, but I I can't believe you have you you everything so, smooth. You have to have something you complain on about twenty twenty two. Something had to aggravate you big time. <laughs> I know. Come I'm on. just being too like yeah. Everything is always too nice. Sometimes. I know. I don't know what it is because I think like I'm gonna start. You know, I don't want to start getting out of control. Do people I'm like, know that sometimes you're not nice. Like I tell you, you're I'm a person. We're trying to get your personality out here on my podcast. I want you to attack. It's gonna. You, yeah, you know, this whole year now, it's been like, you know, which, well, I've been a little disgusted, like you said, with, you know, well, you just in general, well, sports really, with the Red Sox and what they've been kind of doing. They've been yeah, kind of yeah. agitated. I know that you're a big fan of them, and uh, we talked about it with your dad last week. So just then, you know, with the Patriots, I'm kind of kind of getting sick of the whole, 
you know, the Patriot way and all this. And like, you know, what's funny is funny, Jim. Bottom line, the last three years, there were 500 football teams. Right. You are. Well, who is, who's the coach that said you are? Famous what your record you is. That's Bill Parcells. Correct. And even, even look at any team in it's the NFL. So, it's so true. So then for the NFL just is completely the, it should be the MFL, mediocre football league. Cause that's what we've seen. Honest to God. I look at the, I watched last week, even last night. Wow. Oh my God. You're, you're the J- Justin's down there. I, it's Jim, I, can you believe I, that guy beat the Patriots beat four the years ago? Uh, Jack texted me that the other the night. Jackson, he looks like he can't even play. Wow, was he bad? So again, but that's where you are. I mean, what's the game I was watching? Uh, Arizona was on. Was that Arizona game the Sunday night game? Colt McCoy. Yeah. Right, even though they were beating Tampa, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. DeAndre Hop, 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 whatever. Yeah, he what a good play. He great play. He could target like eight times. He didn't. He didn't throw. Imagine. Any, he didn't throw it in, that he could catch it, but one time. What a waste. So again, I think that's uh, that's what twenty twenty. I mean, football. We've talked about this ad infinitum. As we get to the end of the year here, it's it's really important to realize that, that it has been a really interesting year. There are only maybe four or five teams that are that are probably quality enough to win the NFL. To win the Super Bowl. No doubt. You know, and that all comes down to quarterbacking. And it all comes down to, you know, are we just not producing the right quarterbacks? Are we running different offenses between college and pro? Uh, are pro coaches too young to understand that they got to develop quarterbacks? Or are they just throwing guys out there? Like you mentioned to me before on air. Hackett from uh, Denver well, just got fired. Well, Jim, it's funny you bring him up. Wasn't he supposed to be? I didn't realize yet. He was the coordinator in Green Bay and uh, Rodgers, right? The last few years? Correct. Now, look, I... But, Jim, we knew since game one, they had that fourth and thing. He tries a 64-yard field goal. You knew he was dead from the get-go. These guys, just when they become head coaches, Jim, I, I don't know what it is. It's just they seem to – they're supposed to be these geniuses. We've talked about this, but I don't know. Their on-field coaching is a lot to be desired. Well, again, let's look at co- – you know, we, we've talked – we had a we great have, yep. conversation the first time we did this about what makes a great coach. Right. But it, we, we, as we look back on the year, 2022, if we start back at the beginning of last year, 2022, uh, the first big event of the of the year was the BCS, the Bowl yep. Championship Series. And the Georgia Bulldogs and the Alabama Crimson Tide, both in the SEC, were in the final game. And there's been a lot of good articles about Kirby Smart, who was a who was a lieutenant under a Saban. Right. He took He's the Georgia same. job. Yeah, How right. does he bring the Alabama methodology to Georgia? And wow. why is Nick Saban good? And why is he now good? And why is a uh, crazy dude there from um, – Dabo, Sweeney from, from Clemson. They're it's good because, guy. because and, and I'll go back even to Joe Paterno, even though we'll bring that name up. They were CEOs. They knew they had, you were not just a football coach in, in that situation. Even Parcel, even Belichick understands this. You're not just a, you're not just a football coach. You're not just a coordinator. A great coordinator does not make a great head coach. No. And we've seen that all along. And teams are always trying to, you know, they're trying to replicate and catch lightning in a bottle, especially in, in the NFL. But go back to college. Let's go back to the review. Uh, so Alabama plays, this is almost a year ago now, Alabama yep. BCS championship, two SEC teams who didn't meet in a regular season, right? right? No, they did. Didn't Alabama? No. no. Wait, did they? Wait, they did, did they, in the championship yeah, game. Yeah, in the conference championship. Right. So, yeah, and, so they meet. Right. And uh, now they meet again, and Georgia actually really, I thought, destroyed them. Mm. You know, and that was with the Bama having a pretty good quarterback. But Georgia's also got a, a good coach, but they also have like a 50-year-old quarterback there. Uh, that kid, that kid's got to be like fifty years well, old. Well, I don't know if you kind of read. He kind of left. He went to junior college. He came back, but like you said, he knows how to make the throws. He'll never be more than a third stringer in the NFL. But Georgia, you know, I just think their defense too. If you remember, they had four or five first round picks. But again, smart. It's kind of taking their methodology from you know Saban, just right. very similar. You know, of course, recruit, get the best players, and 
you know, he's he's done pretty he's done pretty well there. He's built a pretty good powerhouse. Right. There. And then again, they're 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 in. We'll talk about this a little bit later down the road. But they are in the championship, the final four again. Again, yep. Uh, which now has uh, them playing Ohio State and, and Michigan TCU and Michigan. TCU, but right. if you agree, I still think Alabama. I know they lost two games, but would you tend to say this? They're one of the four best teams. I don't know. Uh, Maybe not. I think they're probably. I think if we had an eight team or they'd be a, in, they'd right? go to twelve, they'd been in. Right. But their their weaknesses were they 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 were not what they what they had been. They weren't. They're. Lack of defense finally caught up to them. Saban had gone into the – it's sort of like the 2007 Patriots. They had won Super Bowls in 03, 04, and 01 with defense, right? Defense, defense, defense. And then Alabama always had these great defenders, great defensive line, Mm. great defensive back, all these unbelievably great secondary players. Now, all of a sudden, they're giving up 50 points a game. Right, but they get no wide receivers. They get all the good offensive players. Right, so they could not score. Nope. So, uh, but that's coming up. That's that's going to be the first event we'll talk of 2023. Yep. But 2022, January, we came in. We saw uh, Georgia win the national championship. First time since their friends, uh, since uh, Herschel Walker was playing for them. And who, yeah, you remember back, Vince Dooley. Back yep. in the 1980s. Very good. Early 80s. And they won they, one. Yep. And then they lost one. Penn State actually beat them in the Sugar Bowl. In the, I was going to say that. Yes, yes, that was the fit. Yes, Penn State beat them in the Sugar Bowl, right. We'll talk about bowl games, too, in the future. Because oh, yeah. you know, that's something to look at. We want to look at on our comparison notes. But uh, So that started off the, the, the year for us. Then we rolled into the Super Bowl NFL playoffs, which were actually pretty exciting last year. There were a lot of uh, last-second finishes in the playoffs. No, it, it was it was it was it was it was great watching, like you said. And look at those two teams. Well, Cincinnati again looks like they make a run, but look at the Rams. Terrible year, little injured. I mean, look at it. Super Bowl hangover. Played a lot of games. Absolutely, injuries, injuries hurt you. But injuries, though. Yep. But again, last year we we were we were we were entertained in the playoffs. Unlike, unlike this year, you know, the Buffalo-Kansas City game, you're probably never going to get a better playoff game than you have. And, Jim, if you really just the fourth quarter and the overtime, it was right. crazy. Right. And then the next game, they go overtime. Kansas City goes overtime with Cincinnati. Kansas yes. City takes dominating in the first half. Dominating. And, again, somehow uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Coach Reed shits, the, shits his pants no, again. Again, they, all they had to do was check down. I don't know. I didn't get yeah, that. They, they had him totally beat, and then. No, then they couldn't move the ball in Cincinnati. You got to give it to them. Yeah, back and to coaching. I get well. Yeah, and you know that coach seems to be. You know, I don't really know much about him, but he seems to be a pretty good young coach. Head coach. Correct. Like and, then, and then back then, then they get, they make the Super Bowl. Yep. And the Rams are built to win the Super Bowl that year. They yeah. were because you know the guy who made the play was Cincinnati. Almost wins the defensive lineman makes the sack. Right. You know who's probably the best player in football. Correct. And they're off. And Stafford played a great football game. And he did. Stafford so, made some good throws. You know, it speaking was, of another Georgia guy. Yeah, another, and also uh, yeah. another guy who was high school teammates with Clayton Kershaw. Very good. Yes. Uh, so, oh, oh, so not a bad. That isn't a bad. Uh, not a bad little, high school, no. You think? No, we probably could go up with a couple of high schools in Georgia and Texas and other other Texas. Oh, kids. it's crazy! You look back with all the states, and you know one of my favorite. You know, people feel Andrew Luck was from the state of Texas, too. Yeah. Well, he was from the state of Texas because his dad was Houston. Because he was manager. right where he went to high school. You're right. He's he really could have been from West Virginia. Was he? But I think well, Oliver, 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 he was born overseas. If I'm yeah, correct. Oliver Luck, his dad. Yes, was a, was a West Virginia guy. I didn't, oh, he went to West. Virginia. Right, and then he was the GM for Houston, wasn't? No, yeah. I think. Well, he was, he was somewhere to do with that. Crazy shit. He was a backup, though. That's all he right. was. And then right? he ran the, uh, what was that? Was it the US Extra, Ex- XFL. XFL? I think you're right. Which yep. is where my good friend PJ Walker came out of there for that team. And Speaking of that, right. And PJ had been a, on the practice squad with Indianapolis. With Indy, that's Andrew right. Luck was there. That's a good article if you get a chance to read the Andrew Luck article. 
uh, on ESPN.com. No, you know, I got to send you. I, I've still been meaning to. So all you got to look up is just luck on the uh, retirement thing. Yeah, it's, it's really nice, good. You should read it. By Ricochet, right? Or? I think it's Ricochet. I forget who. It's ESPN.com. Yeah, you know, I got to get to it's that. Really I just heard about it. Yes. Because um, the website It's really good. It, it really explains what his thought process was. You know, and he actually was a, he listened to people that he should listen to. Uh, his his wife to be would have left him if he would have played again. So, yeah, well, for laying time. down the law, you don't want to get. What do you want to do? Hobble around and be not be serviceable for the rest of your life. You want to die at fifty two. You know these players are the, the Patriot team in in two thousand and one. That team that won, like four or five of their guys have died before fifty five. Oh my God! I didn't think about if that. If you look right. at it, there are a lot of guys who are dropping off. And, you know, who knows what they're putting in their bodies for football. Yeah, but, Jim, who was the guy? Yeah, that was the one. He was the good defensive tackle. He drowned. Remember the one from LSU? Didn't he drown in a pond or something? Yeah, I forget his name. You're but right. Javis or something was in his last name. But that's yeah. one of the guys you're meaning, There's right? There's a whole bunch that's been happening. They, and football players aren't gonna have, don't have long lives anyway. Uh, so. But they don't. And I can tell you stories. You know the connections with the Bagonzis, and they worked with him. And from what you hear, he's he's really quite a – remarkable guy. He's a really down to earth guy, but he's very you would never know like he's like a great football player. He's very um correct. You've heard about him and like he's very down to earth and it ain't about the money with him. It but just something happened. Like you said, it just his body got so beat up. Right. What a player he was. Yes. I still think, you know, with the size, because he was six five, two fifty, you never think about him as an athlete, but he was right. a tremendous athlete. Correct. Correct. So that's the Super Bowl. We go January and we run into February and uh what you, yeah. Well, what do you got in February? Come on, we had the Winter well, Olympics. Well, the Winter Olympics. I how, much, how much of that? The Winter Olympics. You know, all I remember <laughs> the boy here with you. Oh, I would rather be watching the Winter Olympics. <laughs> you know, the, the problem, again, is the um, with the Winter Olympics is it was in China. And uh, right. so the timing was involved. But I remember there was a one girl um, who was a, um, you know, a slot, the, the funky skiing, whatever they call it, the uh, crazy X game skier. Who was born like in San Francisco and competed for China? That's all I really remember about the Olympics. Uh, really? Olympics. Well, not to bring up the Olympics from a few years ago. I know you know he's the famous. Uh, who he was the famous uh, skier. You know he's from New Mountain originally, Franconia. What was that kid's name? That's the only uh, guy I know. He's a downhill skier. Very good, and then how he grew up and lived. Yes, but I think he might have been done at this time. But he was yeah. real good. Yes. Sean White was another one. He's another one of those X Games. Skiers. Yeah. Who's he play for? He plays for the Detroit. Pistons, 1995. That's all that's important. So that was February. March, we get the NCAA tournament, which was a bad tournament. Uh, the Blue Bloods, except for Villanova, made it. The final four, if I recall, was Kansas, yep. North Carolina, Duke, and Villanova. Well, Jim, to bring up that Duke, North Carolina game, that final four game was one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah. That final four game. That was an incredible game. That was a gag game. Well, you couldn't. I think you'd do gagged. Of course they did. And look at that kid. He was the total number one pick. How does Duke lose to them? They should have beat North Carolina. Carolina shouldn't have been even close. Carolina was uh, he, he was really living on the edge of the uh, on the edge. All all tournament Carolina. Stuck they were, close, but then you know they kinda got lucky in the Elite Eight. They beat that team that made the run, but they ran out of St. gas. Peter, St. Peter's yeah. and they just ran out of gas. And like yeah. you're right. But that was a good and then Nova and um Nova played pretty well first half, and then one of their players, I forget who somebody got hurt. Well yeah, and, but they kinda they, you they, know, they, the talent caught up to them yeah, a little. It did. And so Kansas then wins the championship right. after being behind at halftime. Though. Yeah, North Carolina had them, but then if you remember, they kinda just ran out of gas, North Carolina. Correct. And again, again they, they, a lot of it does always does come back to talent, right? No and doubt. A lot about of it, it probably does come back to some way how you coach your talent. Uh, Davis is was a rookie coach. Right. And Bill Self was a uh, was a veteran cheater, so uh, he knew how to do it. 
I know how to get those in, don't I, Tom? Jeez, I didn't know. I thought you were uh, – and, yeah, speaking of – and it's funny. People don't know. Before there in the Illinois job, he coached at Oral Roberts in Tulsa. There you go. This, a is, this, is what, this is why we have Tommy on the show. Yeah, right? not that it's important. The but... Tommy themes. And then let's go. We start to April. April, we had some right. golf. Golf, we'll talk about. That's your you're thing, not yeah. a big golf. Live, live, and the and the and the Saudis taking over golf and having the right. big fights and yep. the Masters tournament, which was, uh, and then all the golf. We'll forget golf. Um, May, June, we get into baseball starts, and then the NBA Finals. Celtics make their run. Great run. Celtics played a lot of games to get there. They did. The young kids were worn out. Golden State took advantage of that. They did. Uh, made a few shots, and then uh, Tatum sort of ran out. Of, total ran out of gas. Celtics ran out of gas. Yeah, we were up two to one. People forget. Okay, and then uh, so that was, and again, it was a good experience for I think for the Celts um, to to deal with that. No, no, what it, now they know what it takes to win. I mean, it's hard. It's hard, and they're good enough to win. It's not like. Like early back in the, and we're going to use this team as an example for your for your Tommy Tommy talent. Not like the Sixers of the late 1990s and their early 2000s, you know, where they made the final with Allen Iverson, but they really weren't that good. Or the Nets made the final against the Lakers. Yep. These teams weren't that good. No, they weren't. So, so the Celtics, I think, are good. And I think there's 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 there is a future for the Celtics, and it lies within Tatum and Brown and Smart, and they're getting pretty good play when they don't make their threes, like we talked about last week. You don't make your it's a make it's a make or miss league. You don't make your three, you're not going to win games. Well, you know, then they came up at Christmas and that was a nice win. And Tatum yeah. by far was the best player on the court. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So Correct. but you see, this is how this kid is. And when he wants to be and he's his head's in it, he's he's good. He's you know, he's one of the two or three top players in the league. We've talked about right, that. Right, and we don't want him to run out of gas either. So now it's load, load management is gonna be important. But imagine though, Jim, like I want that's another league. What's this look? Are you kidding me though? These guys, like back in the day, even I don't even always say I don't even want to bring a bird. Jordan never missed games. They played every day. These guys, eighty-two games, they played every game. Well, because now they understand athletes a little better. Nutrition's better. The the, the physical science, the, the physiology and the sciences is better. They know what it's like. These kids, you know, Jordan was in those. Bird broke down though. In reality, if you think about it, Larry lasted. He had he had ten years. He was done. He was. I mean, he I broke asked, down. Mikhail, he broke down. They did, but if you ask yeah, they, them personally, they said if they had to do it all over again, they do it the same way, though. No, I agree. It's just, I agree. With you. Okay, for five dollars, who won the uh, Stanley Cup championship? Oh, oh, uh, I had to look this up. That's how. Even me, yeah. Last year was it Las Vegas? No, it was the Colorado Avalanche beat That's the right. Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. <laughs> I'm sorry. I started to live. I had, this is a hockey town too. I had, so I had to watch uh, myself. Yeah, me too. Good. So, uh, again, if we have any NHL people out there, we'll bring you on the show. You can entertain us. And Absolutely. Ed and ed educate and entertain. I'll be happy with that. Uh, so, let's see. We got the summer got a little slow. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of any big happen in the summer. Any big happen in the summer sports? Not that it was just a baseball, but it was very blah. And then uh, we get to fall. We get to college football started again. Yeah, and, pro uh, and then pro football starts. And again, we are not. We've talked about pro football enough today. I'm sick of talking about that crap. <laughs> so then we had the World Series and the uh, underdog Phillies with their 87 wins in a regular season and the new playoff format made it all the way to the uh, World Series and, and it gave a good run, you know. And uh, they had Kyle Schwarber, they had Bryce Harper, you know. They had good pitching out of. Um, Wheeler and and, and the like and and, and Aaron Nola, oh, yeah. you know, and and they survived as long. But Houston is just better. Houston much deeper pitching, uh, and was just better. They, Houston did to the Phillies this year what Houston did to the Red Sox in twenty one. You know, they 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 just eventually the pitching the better staff pitching staff won. You I was know. a little happy for Dusty Baker. He was due. 
That's what Edwards is. He, he choked enough of those World Series you to, think, yeah, to have to get one. The good news about the 2022 season was uh, the Yankees again failed to make the World Series for the since 2009. That was the last time? Yeah. And Aaron then Judge? you had Aaron Judge hitting million home runs on juice balls. So we right. won't go there either. That, that's yeah. a story. We'll talk about that juice and the balls for another day. Uh, and then as we get more and more, as we get later, we had the World Cup. I know Tommy isn't a big World Cup guy. Uh, a big event in the in the soccer slash football world, and it was really you know some of the things are great to watch. Some of the things are like watching paint dry or watching grass grow. Or and it was true because Jack was telling me that championship game, the final game between France and Argentina, yeah. which Argentina won in penalty kicks. He said the first eighty five minutes of that game were really kind of dull. Right. Argentina dominated, scored two goals, and all of a sudden France got it woke up, and Mbappe went nuts. And those last so from. The 85th minute until the end of the, the end of the playoff, the kicks, the penalty kicks. It was exciting. He says sometimes he says I'm watching a, a game if I'm not interested in the two teams. You know, I you know, I'll flick it off. So again, it's it's a sport that the world loves. It's not really a huge spectator sport here in the states. It's really right. well, a lot of people play it. It can be easily played because it's cheap to play. But yes. we did have the World Cup, which really concluded our 2022 season. So you know that was the. Um, that was a quick recap, uh, Tommy. Just uh, uh, good, bad, ugly, twenty twenty two for you. You mean in general, just for sports, in general, right? Yeah. Or you could, hey, if yeah, you want to say, if you not, say, if uh, say whatever, we can. Yeah, it wasn't a bad. Like you said, it was. It was okay. It was so so. I would say, like you know, so what was, was the good part about it? What do you think was good? Justin working for the Colts. Yeah, right? I mean, personally, for that, I mean, you know, with your kids, but I would say for sports wise, you know, definitely. The Celtics made that little bit of run. They made it to the championship. That was nice, which we even talked about. They could, if they were just ready, they should have won. But like you said, you got to probably, this is what they could do. They got to lose before they win. You know how sometimes that happens in the NBA. And uh, overall, it wasn't a bad year at all, I don't think. I mean, you retired, which was good for you. And, yeah, great for me. Yeah, and you know, great for the we're world. healthy. I mean, so far, so That's good. That's true, knock on wood. I know we we're had a healthy. few, unfortunately, like you said, you, uh, you know, we lost, lost my mother, your, your mother-in-law, Correct. which was sad. And you know, I want to give a shout out to Tom here. He's a good man, and um, that was kind of sad. But you know, unfortunately, you know, life goes on, and it just it is what it is. And just sometimes, you know, it's been sad. You know, you just never like to see stuff like that happen. But like I said, time stops for no one. It keeps going. It it's, really it's, does. And you only have a finite amount of time. And that's why I keep spending my forty-five minutes to an hour every Tuesday with my good friend Tommy across the way. Who's Absolutely, got, uh, the good, bad, and ugly. Well, just to complete, I think the good was you're right. The Celtics and the Celtics were really fun. It's neat to see that happen. Um, the bad, of course, the the NFL played bad, bad <laughs> coaching, and the ugly, how the Red Sox decided to run their organization right now. Now, again, we could we could come back to this tape in October of next year, and they're in the playoffs, and I can. You know, I, I'm yeah. not going to say to eat crow, but right. until I see the roster of what we're going to the spring. But as of right now, it's a little bit tough. So but, one of the, yeah, speaking of no, even before I didn't really get a chance to ask you here, what do you think about the? Uh, I know that, but the Japanese kid they signed is another one. Like I don't, no, they, I looked at him. He don't look like. Well, him. they gave him a lot of money. I think I what they're trying to do is. What do you think there? I, the logic there makes some sense to me because last year, if if Alex Score is going to be your manager, you might as well get players that he he. They play the philosophy that he wants to do. They want to grind out at bats. They want to work pitches. And last year they were it was swing at the first or second pitch, all just whack, 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 whack. Right. And I think no patience. The great Red Sox teams of the past were always very patient hitters. Uh, really, work counts. Um, even though the world has changed and bullpens are getting much bigger and stronger and faster and harder to hit, mm-hmm. but it's really the starter. 
the more you work the starter, the better off you're going to be. The quicker he gets pulled out of the game, mm. and if it's a if it's a if it's a tight game, and they have to bring five relief pitchers in the next day, could change. I think that's where the that's where the, that's what they see with this guy. Um, they see him as a leadoff hitter, which they haven't had for a while. Who can who can work pitches? Who can put the ball in play? Not going to strike out a lot. You know, he's not a three outcomes guy. Home run, walk, strikeout. So that's what I think of that. Um, you know. Everybody has their own opinion. It would be nice if he was there with with at least either Betts or Bogarts, one of the two. Right. Or I don't think Devers will be around before the end of the year. I think Devers, if he'll, they'll move him too. They got to move him. Well, right. I don't it's going to be the same. I thing can't again. imagine they're going to sign him for that kind of money because that's not the mandate from the ownership. Right. So, you know, right. it's it's a tough time to be a fan. Hopefully, that's they'll so rebuild. Much. They have to have faith, you know, because we all have faith. I've lived through a lot, so <laughs> you know, my faith is that we'll be better. Um, if we're bad, then we're bad, and hopefully, we. The course gets changed, but you know you don't. It's hard to be a fan in any sport now with the way players get moved around with with free agency, and that's and I I will never ever 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 uh, judge a player for taking more money. He, he that's their livelihood, that's Absolutely. their profession. Go and take more money, you know. But it's hard, you know. You establish in in fandom, it, they talk about like in the laundry. They used to talk about Seinfeld. But you know, you still get an affinity for some of the guys that you're rooting for, and you want to like them, and you want them to be, you want to be proud that they're your on your team, and that they're not assholes or Richard heads or or whatever. And right. that, that makes you. Then when you move those guys, all those guys start to move out. You wonder, you know, then you 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 just you question exactly what you're rooting for. How about we put it that way? Yeah, and you know, just before we switch subjects, just the Bogarts kid. You know, he was the last ten, eleven years. He was kind of the face of the franchise, and they just, you know. Considering, you know, I'm an Aruba guy, I go there, yeah. and it's funny how with the cab drivers, everyone knows him, he's a pretty, from what you hear, a really a good, good guy. Great guy, great guy. Like I said, I, like I, I said last show, Bogarts, Bogarts and Betts were quality young men yeah. who wore the uniform well, who did right. things outside of the public eye, which, which, been, which right? showed them to be good people, and they would have been great faces of the franchise. I don't, right. Both so, spoke, eloquent speakers, both of them. Um, never in trouble, never right. not in store. You know what? Like we say, it always unfortunately. What's it come down to? Right. Yeah. Money. Just in me and you, we can have, and just in life and being a good human being doesn't even mean anything. I don't. Wow. Mean, you know what I'm getting? But it's just you know what I mean. Right. It just all comes down to money. The way the world works today, it's, it's sad. Money and social media and how you. Oh. So we sound like the the clouds I mean, must be going over. So we sound like old men's yelling at the clouds. No social media, please. Well, that's another. That's no, we'll talk about. We'll talk about that. We'll put that as one of our topics in the show. Um, <laughs> Want to add a new segment here, um, and it's 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 really something that my kids, the kids, Tommy, uh, Tommy's son Justin, and Jack, my son Jack, and their two friends, Kevin, Kevin O'Donnell and Chris Greco, who they hang out together. They they were. I had a couple of them over the house watching soccer again yesterday. Um, <laughs> We they they think they want to show off this talent that Tommy actually has. It's kind of weird. Where you give him a we just at random I picked the 1999 Philadelphia 76ers, and they have a roster of about 15 players. But some of them I don't expect them to know because some of them didn't even play. But wait till you see how good he is. I'm going to give him the name of the player, and Tommy's going to give me where he went to college. Now this is 1999, so this is Jack and Justin were born in 1999, mm-hmm. so uh, it's 23 years ago. So uh, the first guy actually played for the he played with the uh, for the Celtics at one point as well. So first on the roster is uh, Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen. Bowen. Oh, Cal State Fullerton. You are correct, my friend. Oh, jeez. Next guy, I don't even. He was a rookie, um, and I do know. I know this guy because it was the way he went to school. Ira Bowman. 
Ira Bowman? Bowman played at two two schools. Oof, I see. I don't. I no. I don't know. One was a big five school that wasn't Temple or Villanova or St. Joe's or, or was it Drexel? No, I it was just Penn. Told... He went to Providence and Penn. Okay, I, I wouldn't remember. I didn't here, even remember him here. I don't. I remember him from playing against Temple. That's it. He didn't. Okay. Play, he didn't play much in the league. The next guy is Matt Geiger, center, seven footer. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is correct. The next guy, Tyrone Hill, power forward. Yeah, I think he went to Xavier. That is correct. That's a shout out to Kevin. And, and honest to Kevin O'Donnell, right? <laughs> honest to God, guys, as, as God is my witness. He is not looking at any sheets of paper. It's it's a talent that I have no, you know, I have no idea what that's going to Exactly. It, well, it, it, well, we, I even we surprised we, myself. We sort right. of figured out this one is actually. I, you should get this one either. Okay. Larry Hughes. High draft pick, Larry Hughes. Yeah, and you know, this is a win when he kind of went to like a smaller school. I think he went to the University of St. Louis. Correct, and that's in the Atlantic 10. Right. Next one, if you don't get this one, we're leaving Allen Iverson. Okay, you are Georgetown. Yeah, Jumaine Jones, small forward, 6'8". Oof, Jermaine. He was a rookie that year, so this might be tough. You know what? If you maybe give me the conference, I'm having a break. It's an SEC conference. Okay, just, was it Tennessee? No, it was Georgia. I wouldn't have. We'll let you pass on no, that. No, all right, so say no. Uh, the next one is a trick question. Tony Kukok? Oh, oh Kukok. Okay, well, Kukok. you know, Ovis, you know, he's yeah. from over, yeah. Uh, and then the next one is a 6'8 power small forward, Antonio Lang. Well, that's a good one. Anto- was that Arkansas? No, he was Duke. Anto- yes, okay. Antonio Wait, Antonio Lang, okay. The next one you should get. Nope. The next couple you should get. George Lynch, small forward. Okay, yeah, North, North Carolina. All right, Todd McCullough. Todd McCullough? Center, seven-foot white guy. Todd McCullough. Big guy. Oh, This wait, is a you, tough one. Right? Oh, boy, if you give me the conference, I'll remember my... Pac-12. Uh, Pac yeah, okay, I do remember. Was it the University of Washington? That is correct. Look at this guy go. Here's the easiest, <laughs> he's the, he's the easiest one in the book. Tom McCullough. He was he's one in the book. Aaron McKee. Oh, my God. I can't. Temple. Temple University yeah. right now. Great player. Next one, Nazir Muhammad. Center, 6'10". Nazir. Jim, you're going to have to give me the conference. Hey, my oh, you don't know this guy? He was, he, he was a center, 6'10". He played in the SEC. Probably won a national championship with his team. The SEC at the time, it wasn't. Oh. Who's the best basketball team in the SEC? I don't know I'm always thinking football, but in basketball, well, well, of course, Kentucky. That's correct. I'm going to add a brand. Okay. Uh, well. Another one you got to get if you don't get this one, you're kicked out the show. Kevin Ollie. Ollie went to UConn. Yep. Billy Owens. Syracuse. Yep. Here, this one's tough. I would never get it. Eric this. Snow. Uh, he's last. Didn't come okay. Theo Ratliff. I got this one. Wyoming. Bang, you're the man. Unbelievable. You know how? You know how stunning this is sometimes, Tommy? I, I don't know where these come. Like Jack said, you should do state capitals, Tom, because he knows. Um, but you know what? I'll be honest with you because I always follow when I would watch live. You know how they always show the players and they yep. introduce them at the beginning? Yep. That's how yeah, so I kind of had to remember. That's kind of how I usually did it. Okay, last two. Stanley Roberts, center, seven-footer. LSU? Yep. And finally, Eric Snow. Michigan State. There you go, Tommy. Not bad. Not bad. I was off today, but off today. You missed oh. about three or four. I had to give you a couple. I can't believe you didn't get Nazir Muhammad, Kentucky. I know. Know? That's why I was having a brain That's fart. That's a big brain fart for you. <laughs> no, no, this is the segment we have, which is called, uh, we'll call it the Tommy Town. It's amazing. I could pick out a team from 1992 Detroit Pistons. They did it at home. The kids did it at home with him. And he's blasting away guys I never even heard of. So I think it's part of his gambling past. He understands where we play. Absolutely. All right. So, real quickly, let's, you know what? Just to even show off yep. more talent, let's pick an easy conference. Um, bah, bah, bah. Oh, oh, their nicknames. Oh, okay. you want to do this or not, Tom? Go ahead, buddy. Okay, let's do the that. ACC because that's the you should know all this. Yeah, Boston College, Eagles, Clemson, Tigers, Blue, uh, the Blue Devils, Duke, 
Okay, Yellow Jackets. Georgia Tech. Louisville. Cardinal. Miami. Oh, uh, Hurricane. Yeah. North Carolina State. Wolfpack. North Carolina. Tar Hill. Notre Dame. Fighting Irish. Pitt. Panthers. Syracuse. Orangemen. Virginia. Cavaliers. Wake Forest. Demon Deacons. And Virginia Tech. Hokies. There you go. He did it. He got the whole ACC. Out of conference. Come on. Uh, that's an easy. Uh, we'll get to the next I time. I even know, but still. Next time we come by, we'll do the hard. I could have done all those. I, I'm actually pretty. Nah, I think so, too. Like, you. if I gave you a Southern Indiana. <sighs> Jeez, Jim, that one's like. Uh, uh, do you know what conference they're in? They're in the Ohio Valley Conference. But Southern Indiana? Southern Indiana. I, mean, I, I, can't, I know. Yeah, Usually I'm good, but I don't two, know. It's two, it's two names. Is it like the, no, it's not the Jackrabbits. No, it's that's the a, Screaming Eagles. Never would have got that. Me neither. Jackrabbits. But I, I learned know. something. That's important. We know, now, now he's going to put that in the, in the, in the oh, movie. That's going impo- to put that in the vault and be ready to go out of the vault with that. That's more important than making a living, my friend. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I'll disagree. Yeah. Useless knowledge that I have and stuck in my Here brain. This yep. useless knowledge I've stuck yeah, in my brain doesn't really help stuff. me either. Yeah, yeah. tell me about you know, Jim knows. Jim knows who hit the second pitch of the You're 1975 like World Series into the net in left field. Yeah, that doesn't do me any good yeah, when I'm trying to make some cash. Absolutely, doesn't pay the mortgages, right? No, it does not. <laughs> Excuse me on that cough there. So. Next, Tommy, let's look at let's do the comparison next. Let's look at um, we talk about college bowls. We have the BCS right. coming up this weekend. It's it's going to be on New Year's Eve. Yeah. You know, back when we were kids and, mm-hmm. and uh, college bowls, or there was the New Year's Eve bowls. Mm, yeah. Sometimes they played the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve. Yep. Uh, and then there were New Year's Day bowls, which you had the Fiesta, the Cotton, the Orange, yep. and the Rose, right. and then some like the Outback Bowl. But right now, today we got the BCS, right. which we're gonna have the semifinal at some bowls. You do have the granddaddy on the Rose Bowl, yep. but. Why don't you look at what when you were younger on that New Year's Day when those games started like at ten o'clock and they oh. ran all the way through? What was it like compared to what you, what we see it today? Well, Jim, especially for me. Well, our big thing was you know we would go up. We lived on a we'd go up to my grandparents' house and we would just get there by like one o'clock and she'd make a big dish of macaroni and me and my brother and father we would just sit there for like six straight hours and we would just watch those four games and it was just different back then. Those were the big games. You know, those were the money makers. They made the money for the colleges. To compare to today, it was just better. You kind of knew all the plays. Today, I just think with the TV and everything, there's just so many more teams. It seems to be, and it's it's just different, Jim. Yeah, the proliferation. Well, is that a bowl game? Proliferation of bowl games. Right. Like my father said, then we used to joke. Now there's the toilet bowl, the thing bowl. It's out of control. Well, it's television programming now. It is. No so I, I remember. Yeah. You know, because I was growing up, I grew up watching Penn State. Yep. Um, we played the Sugar Bowl twice in, in oh, yeah. like two or three years. One against Alabama. And that was always mm. New Year's Eve would be the Sugar Bowl back then. Right, right, right. And uh, I remember watching those games. We'd, we'd get over, get ready to watch. And you watch the game. And you'd be up late. And it would be New Year's Eve. And it was more important than, than the counting on the clock was watching those games at night. No sure. doubt. And then the next day, I can remember you you get up in the morning. And you'd have the you have the cornucopia bowls, whatever the Outback Bowl, whoever it was. So like the Peach Bowl, the Gator Bowl, all those bowls which were named right. after the. The funny part is the bowls come because of the names of the stadium. Like the Sugar Bowl used to be played at the Sugar Bowl right on the University of Tulane, Tulane University's campus. That's and the Orange Bowl was actually right. a real stadium in Miami. It was. And That's the right. Cotton Bowl they played in Texas was what? where they played the on the Texas State Fairgrounds where they played the big game between Oklahoma and Texas That's during right. the year. People, yeah. Rose Bowl, again, if you've been there, you've been the Rose Bowl. So, so those you used to remember, you get up, they play the game, you know, and I can always remember Sunday, on New Year's Day afternoon as you, were, as you were counting down 
You get to 4.30, 5 o'clock. It was the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Coming from Pasadena, the weather was beautiful. It was yeah. packed, 100,000 people. And it was the Pac-10 versus the Big Ten. Not that you had any alliance either way, but it yeah. was that was the big one. And then always you finish the night with the Orange Bowl. With the Orange Bowl. And it Bowl. was so funny that BS, because the Orange Bowl had tie-ins with, like, with the uh, – with the uh, SEC, not the with the um, Southern, what they call the Big Twelve now, it was the um, Southwest right. Conference. So, yeah, and they always used to leave a slot open for an independent for whoever they wanted to be. Yeah, yeah right. So right. they could always try to match up, like Nebraska playing Miami, right, to win the national championship. Well, that was the you know the most. That's kind of that kind of put Miami back on the map. Right, that was sort of a Friday. Supposedly you dropped right. the ball, right? Right. No, well that was. A well, they play. went for the two point. They conversion. went for two point conversion. Right, right. I give the Tom Osborne credit for that. He did go for two. No, and at the time I knew you were the Orange Bowl when you were working in sports. You did the game. You did the famous BC Miami. Correct. Game. The year, the next, the following year. That was oh, the following. Football what a season. shit box that place was. That was something else. It but was, it was because we were it was right in downtown. It was an interesting was place to go. It looked Absolutely. like it was going to fall apart, but it was. Was the Orange Bowl. So now we still have the Orange Bowl. Right. The problem I have with the bowls is they had, yep. too, they had way too much power. But comparison to the today, you know, who knows? I don't, I, you know, I'm going to get up on Saturday at New Year's Eve and the two games are going to be on. We'll watch those two games. And then probably on Monday, they'll yeah, play we'll the New Year's Monday Day Bowl games because yep. New Year's Day, you got the, the football NFL is going to be on the new. So it's, yep. you're right about it. one of the things that's changed since I would even really change because I'm a little older your time. Right. You used to only be able to see one a team twice a year, two or three times a year, and the bowl game would be like your third or fourth. Now you see, I, I can watch Temple anytime I want. You know, so right. it used to be like like uh, Georgia would be on three times, or or and so Herschel Walker would be on three times, yeah. or Billy Sims with Oklahoma, hmm. or the Pony Express with SMU. So you only see those guys one or two times, and now it's all the time. But it was it was just sort of maybe it's as we get older we get more jaded as well. But I think my my, my our kids don't. Don't have that affinity like we do. What they don't remember it the way we do because again, the proliferation of sports on TV is like you can watch anything anywhere anytime now. You couldn't have said it any better. It's totally we just appreciate it more. I think and with all the television, like you said, you know you can even watch, like you said now, even back then the historically black schools you can see them live now on TV. Correct. You never would back Correct. then like when Stephen like you they would put them on like ESPN too like and it would be like a big thing now. It's like you said, all these stations and these teams, and you can watch them play eight or nine times a year. It's crazy. Well, to me, Jim, I think it's watered it down a little bit. Correct, correct. You know, we could do a Mount Rushmore of your favorite bowl games. We were going to talk about, um, Go going to talk about the Super Bowls, but why don't we just why don't we change it on? Let's change yep. it on the fly. So, okay. you know, he had all the like six or seven or eight great bowl games. So, um, if you had a rank. Uh, the Bulls one to uh, your your Mount Rushmore, and we'll go one through four of the of all the bowl games. Not 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 who played in them, but the bowl game that you'd want to go. You'd want to see a game at that state. Oh, you mean the actual the actual the game? Actual, okay, right. well, so like going to the Plaster to see a basketball. But so right. where would be the number one bowl you'd like to attend? Well, I would like for me because I was it? I would probably say I would probably say the Orange Bowl. Okay, so you got, be, yeah, um, the Orange Bowl would be there. Then maybe the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, definitely the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. In a, in the one in Arizona, and I probably said the Fiesta Bowl. You wouldn't do I my number one would be Rose Bowl because I've been out. Wait, there. oh my! And I, you I was gonna, I, you're right because you know what I love about the world. Guess what my favorite? Thing? I love the field. Yes, it's awesome field. You know, yeah. you go there, and, right? Uh, I, oh, could you? Oh, I didn't go I've ahead. been to the. I've not been to a game there yet. Yeah. I've been to the. We when we were out in, in Pasadena, we went and saw it. You drive in, and I'm I'm making pictures. You can't see me. When I'm right. Here. But you drive in, and it's just like at Michigan. The 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 gate the the stadium's actually in into the ground. Right. So you go in. Oh, right, you're, right, in right. The, you're almost at the top level of the stadium. Gotcha. Not, not a, oh, so and, and, actually, and, and, and it digs in. Wow. Gotcha. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. neat because it's so it's a it's just a big bowl. 
in reality, which is over. I would think Rose Bowl only because the weather's always that's why it's nice everywhere. Yeah. I would go Rose Bowl one uh, as my Rose Bowl would be my George Washington. Yeah. Um, I've, I I would like I would say Orange Bowl two because Miami always puts on a good show. Um, I would like to say Cotton Bowl. Really, I never really had a lot of interest in the Cotton Bowl except when Notre Dame was playing. So I wouldn't put Cotton Bowl. Plus, but the Cotton Bowl now is played at. At Jerry's World. Itself. So maybe just to go see that stadium. Well, right? and like I'm going to say again, Jim, because, you know, I don't mean to be, I'm spoiled because my good friend worked there. And uh, that by far is still, it's, I can't explain it, Jim. It so is then just the Cotton Bowl to see the stadium. Well, like the original Cotton Bowl, even though it was right, but I mean, it's just now Jerry's, it only fits like 76,000, but Jim, you can eat off, I just can't explain how gorgeous the place is. And then maybe, I think it's number one. Then maybe the Ford Motor City Bowl. In oh, Detroit. In Detroit, okay. yeah. Oh, you yeah, Temple Temple hasn't gone to many good ones. So, um, like, uh, you know what a good one that the Owls went to was the Military Bowl down in Annapolis. Now, really? Uh, you got to go down. I think one of the things that I would say, you want to see a, a football game at one of these service academies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry about that, Tommy. Yeah, because they played that down at, at, at Annapolis. But yeah. I would go, um, the Sugar Bowl would be fun because I think it's SEC dominated, but it's the, it's, it's in the Superdome now. Yeah, I've so, never asked. Have you been there? Never. Me either. No. And I was thinking, I have no desire to go to that state. Yeah, I don't either. Here we go. <laughs> not going to talk about that. I, love, I, 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 I was thinking about the funny part is I was thinking about that today is you've seen games. Yeah. You've seen games now in Dallas, Tampa, right? To be yep, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. Chicago. Absolutely, yeah. On the road with Dave. Yeah. And is, did I miss somewhere? I no, know. you got it at Tampa. Yeah, you got everything. Those, yeah, those, those, those are the four go. stops he's been at, and now right. Justin's in Indy, yes. Right, and so I gave him the game in Indy. And uh, as you know, I'm going to Meadowlands this weekend, and me and you always, when I traveled right. with you, never been there. I've been to the Meadowlands most. Uh, just for basketball in the arenas there. I've seen Tampa lose some sweet 16s there. Okay. Huh. Uh, finally, it's... One, one, one step away. Oh, with Brunson, that team. I love one, that one team that made the Elite Eight. One step away from... No, I actually... Uh, 88, which was uh, Mark Macon's junior freshman year. Yep. And 99 when Duke beat them. I saw them win in 88. They they made it to this final eight and lost to Duke. And then in 99, they were just, they got on fire and made it to the final eight and lost to Duke. So. Yeah, but that's when they had those, they had McKee and the other yeah. kid, Jones, and the guy. I was in Seattle. I saw that game too. Yes. I saw a game at the Kingdome there. So, yeah, I was thinking about you, Tommy, because you've been to these great stadiums. So, you know, I go, I'll go Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl. Sugar Bowl mm -hmm. and Fiesta maybe, but it's sometimes the smaller bowls like they play a bowl out in San Diego. It'd be great to go. You think about you go you'd go where the weather's nice. You go where oh, they yeah. have good, good things. I don't New Orleans as a city is not one place I really want to visit. I don't mean to sound yeah same here. But. Sounds snoopy and snobby that we are, but that's uh, that's our next week though. We'll, we'll we'll have to study up next week. Maybe we'll look at the uh, the uh, top Mount Rushmore Super Bowl winners. Wow. So absolutely. you know like. Like Jack and I argued this at home tonight, and yep. you know the 2007 Patriots would be on there if they had won. Well, they can't be on there because they didn't win. As he's looking up number one offense, number four defense, whereas uh, 85 Bears were the number one defense, the number two offense. You know, so there's great. So who think about for next time? We'll think about wow, Super that, Bowl yeah, champions. Is, who were the wow? Who were who were who were the Mount Rushmore Super Bowl champions? Well, that Bears team was pretty good. And who who beat them? Then their only loss was to who that year? I know you remember this. Speaking of coincidence, uh, no, no, I don't. They know. lost out in the Orange Bowl that year to oh, Miami because Marino could get rid of the ball quick. Right. That was a great team. The year before, San Francisco was just as good too. So absolutely. But we could do that. We'll figure. We'll yep. we'll, we'll, we'll as we get closer and closer to NFL playoffs. 
I will do Super Super Bowl because New Year's is coming. Or maybe we'll start to see some decent games here, I hope. We would hope. You never know. You know what the play, I don't think so. I just think the playoffs, the games are going to be just close. Because that's our Mount Rushmore. Real quickly, right. um, instead of pet peeves, let's do um, New, Year's, New Year's resolution. What do we got? What's your resolution for the New Year for sports? For sports? Um... I don't know. Maybe the Red Sox get smart a little. Well, that would be Bloom gets his head out of his ass and does something to improve the team. You think? I mean, I'm I'm thinking, yeah, I just think with the Red Sox, really. And I don't know. The Patriots, are, they just, I'm not saying, how can you go in a different direction now? But something's got to change down there. Right. And it's life. Coach has been down there for a We've while. We've been spoiled. Yeah. Right. And again, we haven't. We've been spoiled in Boston anyway. My news, my, my, since you take the Red Sox, my New, Year, New Year's resolution it's going to be I just for the the Celtics and and, and adjunct the Bruins, just to stay healthy and mm-hmm. be exciting because it's always fun as your team makes a run to the finals. I love to see the win. I love to see these kids who have who have been through all the thick and thin of you know bringing in Kyrie Irving and bringing in uh, the, the dude from uh, UConn, uh, the short little point guard. Shit, I can't remember his name. Who was they? They brought in. Uh, um, I, nah, who was that point guard there from uh, uh, UConn? They brought in two years ago. Shit. Oh, oh. I, my brain farted on that one. Oh. Jack's going to shoot me when he listens to this. Uh, you know. Yeah, what, oh, the one that came out the next Campbell 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 So I, I just hope for health. I hope that they can keep uh, the main players healthy, but also Rob Williams. And, and, and in the Bruins, they continue their run. Because hmm. it's, it's, this city, any city, is exciting it's when teams are competing, especially for that athletics. And then you got to listen to all the TV stations bloviate how great they are. Oh. But I tell you something for the for the for for me it would be I really hope that the Celtics and can stay healthy and the Bruins can keep on their run so that we can mitigate the the downward sloping Red Sox and and Patriots because we are those are the two teams that carried us for twenty years. Absolutely, you know, winning yeah. champions I mean, six for the Patriots, four for the Red Sox. Imagine you know they kept us afloat. But I just really New Year's resolution really hope for um for for good 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 health for them. So as we conclude, Tommy, uh, last week we did trivia. My dad got to answer it. This week, um, yeah. Well, I what do you got? Anything I just good? got yeah, um, yeah. It's a basketball one. I just got one from a good friend of mine. But so I'll just read it. I think he got it. the Celtics all time have uh, four players who have won MVP of the league, and who are they? Okay. There's four different Celtics that won MVP of the league. Okay, and we'll leave that one hang out there because yeah, we could have a, we could have a fifth this year. If Tatum continues to play the way he does. We could. I mean, it looks like it. I mean, what do you think? I mean, you saw him the other day. It's Giannis is still real good, but he looked better than he looks a little more. I think I think his game's a little more polished than Giannis. I think one of the things that we see with Tatum, I've seen as he's grown up here, it, the, no l- doubt. the length is just phenomenal. Mm. He can, when he shoots that three from the wing, he gets, no, it'll never get blocked. But when he's, uh. when he's on with his three-point shot, he is he is he is the one of the more unstoppable players in the league because he can he can get to the rack and, mm-hmm. he, and he's so smooth with with his easy because he gets to the rack left or right, right and he's not dunking he's just laying in he's going in the basket laying in you know so I I think there's an opportunity I, I watch the kid play and God he just gets better and better every year for mm. his physical skills mm. I think the mental part of the game is going to still be tough for him and that's something to have the young players take a while to mature mentally. Uh, it's a grind. And only, we, sports is a grind. It is. He's only still what? Is he twenty five years old? I think. Yeah, he's yeah. You think about so it, just think about he's when two years old and our kids. All right. If you look at it and that you way. know, you know, when the prime in the NBA usually hit Jim when you're from twenty nine to thirty two. He's five years away from really his prime. Correct. I don't mean to keep on 
you know, it's crazy. And like you said, with all how they take care of themselves is correct. He's a can't miss the body, everything. Totally agree with you. And, and it's just him, him and Jalen Brown have really just developed into no a, a unit that can understand that can share the basketball. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like these two alpha players, you know, and Tatum's obviously a little bit better. It's it just a way it'll work. But right. Jalen Brown will be number one player on like 15, 20 teams. No doubt. You know, so he's learned to they've and then and then with the Celtics, uh, he will finish with this is that Marcus Smart has really understood what his role is and become a great player. Finally, for he knows this is what my role is. I do not have right. to score. Finally. I don't have to take these bad three pointers. <laughs> if I do my job, I am going to be recognized as a great player and, and win championships. Right, and I think that's you know uh, I I argue with my son again. I tell you, I, like I said, the weakest link is still always going to be the coach because of his lack of experience. And what is he going to do? What is it? You know, then he goes, well, what do you do to make it go right? Well, they start making shots. But again, as the season wears on, you get injuries there. They load manage differently. It'll be interesting to see. I, I like I said, I, I hope, like I said, I hope that they stay healthy because it's a fun team to watch. It's really a fun team to watch. No. And, it, you know, we said that Italian kid, maybe down the road, I could see them maybe, maybe hurting them a little. It would have been, it would have been nice to see him in the lineup. No, it'd be nice because, right, right, because he could, you know, because score. 20 minutes of three-point shooting is the same Hauser. Imagine Jimmy. He can come on. He can get right, but even more stronger, more developed than right. a guy who's been in the NBA. But what are you going to do? It is what it is. But they still, you know, they still should be They should, They should. should be playing in June. So as we close out the year, we close out episode eight, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to say, if we really look at it real quickly, on which of the four teams is closest to a championship in Boston? Celtics, Bruins, Patriots, Red Sox. <sighs> The number one team? Who's the closest to winning oh, a championship? Wow, I'm going to say the Celtics. Okay. I agree with you on the Celtics because I don't know enough about the Bruins. but I don't either, but the hockey's Bruins, funny. You know, the the, we'll get, get a good quick high goaltender. But as yep. we, like I said, as we conclude episode eight here with you guys, uh, we really want to thank you for always mm-hmm. listening in. Um, it's been fun to do this. I can get Tommy on a regular schedule. It'll be even better. <laughs> uh, but it's been great. It's been a good year. We've, Like I said, we got to kick off our first time doing this podcasting. It's like being on the radio. Uh, so we can bloviate and we can edit ourselves out if we say bad words and stuff. But hmm. like I said, a happy, uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. And I know the new year is going to be hopefully good to us all and things mm-hmm. will really work out. So for the We've Seen Enough podcast, um, this is Jim Boyle. I'd like to thank my co-host, Tommy Trevisani, and, and all our listeners out there in uh, WCTV podcasting land. Have yourself a happy new year and we'll see you next time on Down the Road. Thanks for listening to this episode of We've Seen Enough, recorded at WCTV Studios in beautiful downtown Wilmington, Massachusetts. If you'd like to get in touch, offer topics to discuss, or stump us with sports trivia, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. That's jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Tom Trevisani, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune into the next edition of We've Seen Enough.